Oh wait, so we're all recording, right? Yes, yeah, sir. Okay. Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Nick. Joining me today are, as always, Andrew. Hello. And joining us once again after last week's discussion, RJ. Hey, guys. And this week, we're talking about Pokemon the Trading Card Game Online. Game? Yeah. Is that the full title? That is a full title. Fantastic. It is all of those things. So yeah, uh, this game is the Pokemon card game, but online. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. So I think most of the discussion is going to wind up being about the merits of the Pokemon card game as compared to, uh, like last week we talked, you know, about Hearthstone, but also a lot about magic. Um, what I do want to say is this game just like as an implementation of that game, is pretty great. Yeah. No, it's... Like, everything is smooth, it keeps track of stuff for you, it, um... It, it's... It has a really weird, like, almost clashing, like, aesthetic design, because the only actual Pokemon art is on the cards. Yeah. And besides that, it does weird, like... I don't even know how to describe it, but it it's not great. Although, just, like, menus and stuff, like, they're fine. They're serviceable. The Avatar stuff looks really janky. Really, like, Flash doll dress-up, but not even one of the better ones. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what do you guys have to say about it as sort of a, a client for playing this game? I mean, I've played on Magic the Gathering Online... And Magic the Gathering Online is a nightmare, as you could probably imagine. The, but it's more, it, it's more, sur the thing about Magic Online is that like, they're not trying to present a interesting looking environment. They have to make a environment that works because of all the rules and all the things that interact yeah. in Magic the Gathering. They have to focus on getting the rules to work before they can do anything else. And so it it is kind of a mess in graphic design, but yes, I don't really blame them for that. Well, so is that the one where like there's like persistent digital goods and like you're paying real money for booster packs and stuff? Yes, yes. you could like choose to either be into Magic the Gathering online or real life magic. Yes, there's a story about Magic the Gathering online that like someone was. They were doing this the, this combo, or there was like a bug within the game, and it's that like caused this card to like cycle infinitely or whatever. Oh no! And instead of like shutting down the game, like the the way the server was coded, it just crashed. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> because Magic: The Gathering Online is terrible. Yeah. And Pokemon translates a lot better into an online environment that Magic does. Very straightforward. There's not, like, any real things to break. The, the stuff about, like, you don't have to remember to check for changing status effects in between every turn, that's really helpful. That it's just like, yeah, oh yeah. no, you're checking to sleep. Oh no, you're doing this. Oh no, we're remembering that you're poisoned and, and whatnot. Also, you just said, like, uh, you have to choose between being in Magic or real life and being in ma uh, Magic online. 
Yeah, because you're paying real money for it. Yes. But just the way that with Pokemon, you can do both. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? I should buy a new Pokemon deck. It's been a long, long time. And then I just sort of did. And since then, every pack, everything that I've gotten of Pokemon cards comes with a redeemable like QR code. That's cool. That you just, I hold it up to my camera and it says like, oh, hey, you bought this specific theme deck? Here it is in the game. Oh, hey, you bought a booster pack? Here's a booster pack uh, digital version. So it won't be the same cards, but it'll be random cards. And like, I've gotten really good cards both online and in the physical world. And I was just like, okay, I have different decks into different areas, but I'm very happy with what's going on in both. Yeah, like, that's one of the other things I wanted to mention, like... This online service, like, it, it felt to me like Pokemon knew that, like, they wanted to further this game and they wanted to, like, expand the player base, and this was how they chose to do it. So rather than bringing it into conflict with real life, they're, like, they're, like, visible reminders when you buy things, like, hey, play the game online. Like, hey, play the game online. You don't, like, and so they get to, like, expand their customer base and, like, introduce new people to it. Through the online version, it's it's like a really, I I really like the way they've done that. It's a very good marketing tool, yeah. Yeah. Um, it being free, and it's I mean it's pretty simplistic, so it's not really costing them much to do whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, it it, it definitely you know pretty much, it, like I said, it, it's it's weird because like you can tell that this is run by the people who like work on the card game and they were like, yeah, no, we just want to expand the base of the card game and, and, you know, bring more people in and give them more ways to pay and, you know, make it like a unified thing. But then at the same time, you just look at it and, and when you see just like the clash of arts and the way that it is like free to play and has free to play hooks in it, you're just like, Oh, but you're also like, Nintendo said, okay, do what you want with some of this property, but that was already handed over to be a card game, and then it's just like, oh, you're... How far separated are you from from where we started? Yeah, that's a good question. Which isn't bad, though, because, like, so far, like, everything has been going right. Like, we just logged in tonight, and apparently, like, we have a couple of new decks because we were around for an update or something. Yep. Um... So that's I don't know. It just seems like they're they're doing right, and that's really cool. Um, but yeah, like aside from being a client, like how do we feel about the Pokemon card game? Let's just get into that. It's nice until you get competitive, because I feel like there are a lot of cards um, that are really powerful mm-hmm. that don't really cost you anything to have. Yeah, like. Well, what is it? Uh, like a bunch of the the base the EX legendaries are basic Pokemon, so you could just kind of just have them. Yes, and they try to balance that by saying like, yeah, but each EX that you do manage to knock out like is worth two regular Pokemon. Yeah, and there come- there is weird stuff like EX Pokemon can have evolutions or no EX Pokemon can have Mega variants but they have to evolve off of the standard EX Pokemon card. <laughs> so, like, I have, uh, uh, what is it, Mega Kangaskhan EX, but I don't have yeah. a Kangaskhan EX, so I actually can't field it. Hmm. Interesting. And that's also, you know, 
this is a digital thing and they're doing well, but they don't really have a storefront where you can just pick like single cards. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's all about packs and stuff, which is fine. It's interesting that you guys should like mention that because I have a friend who plays Pokemon competitively, and he was showing me last night. There's this deck that like someone made that like wins on turn one. Huh. Uh, lovely. It, like, plays second, and then it's like, oh, you, you finished your turn? All right, let me win the game now. Um, so I don't think, I don't think you can talk about, like, I don't think Pokemon is a very good competitive game. No, but, like, it was, it's fun. It's, yeah. It hasn't changed much since I first, when I, back, when I played it, when I was, like, 10 or whatever. Like, the only thing that's really different is, like, you know, now they got the new types and the new Pokemon to keep up with the new games. Mm-hmm. I think they change, you know, the new sort of evolution types, they change the way items work, where now it's like you can only play one supporter item, and there are yeah. tools which are equipable items, and something else, and so, like, there's a, a bit more, like, finesse to the, the actual mechanics of the game, but... Like, overall, no, it's the same turn structure, it's the same everything, yeah. a lot of the same considerations when you're building a deck. Um, but yeah, like, it's probably not as good competitively, and when you get into, like, the deck building aspect of it, of just, no, I'm going to do, I'm going to get these cards and make a deck that does this thing, the things you can make a deck do is extremely broken. Yeah. But, but if you're playing you know, more casually, and it's just like, all right, what cards do I have? Or even if you stick to the, you know, like, pre-built theme decks, like, the actual, like, moment-to-moment decision-making, I think is more fun. Like, maybe it's not as complex, but it something is more fun about it to me. Okay. Um, I think there are, like, two ways you could evaluate it. Like, the first is, like, it's supposed to feel like a Pokemon battle, so, like, does it succeed in, like, the feeling of a Pokemon battle? Like, if you're really into Pokemon, you're just, like, super stoked to, like, cast your Kangaskhan or whatever. And, like, I think on that level, like, yeah, it's super fun to, like, symbolically Pokemon battle with your friends, you know? Like, that's a super fun thing to do. And the second way you could look at it is, like, it, it was sort of designed for, like, children so like there's this like there's almost this like learning aspect built in where like most of the attacks are like 20 times whatever or 20 plus whatever mm-hmm. yep and on, on that level too i think it's like a good thing that like when kids play this game they're like working on math and like working on like deductive reasoning skills and i think that part of it is super cool too you can say a lot of the things you you can say a a lot like that about you know sort of any card game, but part of it is like the numbers are sort of you only have to deal with one number at a time. Like in Magic, I know there was a lot of situations where it was just like, okay, I need to use like three different creatures to block this one attack or absorb damage from this spell. And I need to figure out how to do it and in what order, so who survives and who still has flying afterwards when all the damage is dealt. And yeah. it's there's a lot more to consider. Where like, like, there's a lot more math to do for a given decision, but at the same time, I find that uh, 
if if you're having like a good energy flow and and have like a have a decent a deck that affords you a lot of actions like in your hand, you can actually wind up with a lot of situations where you're saying like, okay, how can you know, how can I sort of cycle these things so that I can empty my hand, get a new hand, keep you know damage from building up too much on any one guy. Uh, yeah, there is there is definitely is like as sim- as simplistic as it seems and straightforward as it is, it is does have strategy and a lot of that stuff involved which is nice yeah and and also the the big thing is you know it, it is trying to be uh you know uh, a version of a pokemon battle but what i like about that is the fact that it is very small scale in terms of like units like 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 i was saying part of my problem with hearthstone from last week is that most of the time what your puzzle is is just how can I get as much onto the field every turn as possible? Um, where with this, it's just like, no, you will at max have like six people. So maybe don't throw these out because you want to have room to, to put another creature out later. And just like the, the scale, it's, it's less about, you know, what is left in my deck that I can get onto the field so much as what is in my deck that is going to help what I currently have on the field. Definitely. Definitely. I like that aspect a lot, too. And you get to get Pokemon out. I love just... I want a Snorlax really badly. Yeah, so do I. Actually, Snorlax is probably my favorite card, because he's got Sleepy Press, which kills your opponent, puts you to sleep, but then he needs to flip two consecutive heads to wake up. It's incredible. That's awesome. <laughs> That's I awesome. I used to play because I was playing the Pokemon trading card game for the Game Boy. Yep. Relatively recently, and I'm like, wow, this is actually really. These games were really fun. Yeah. Somebody else, like I, I mentioned this not too long ago, and somebody else was just like, oh yeah, the one for Game Boy Color was really, really good. Like, yeah, it was. The, the sequel is also very good. Um, but it's. Only in Japan, so you have to get, like, a translated version. Or just kind of roll with it. Yeah. Uh, actually, I got into... There was a... It was, like, on the Neo Geo Pocket Color, and then they finally put out a DS version in the U.S. of... Uh, what was it? Pocket Card Fighters? Which is, like, Capcom versus SNK, the fighting card game? Okay. Is that real? That's real, and it's kind of, I don't know, it's alright, it does this weird, real thing. I, it, there's a little bit of it that's sort of mystical, just in the way the mechanics work, because it, you know, it's, it was like, oh hey, we're a video game, so we're just going to handle a lot of stat tracking for you. But it's, yeah, it's kind of the same thing, it's like, alright, deck building, and we're going to put this guy out, and it's about, you know, who is going to be able to punch through your weakness to get to the enemy. And do all the damage. I'm like, alright, yeah, I like that. And also, you can have, like, Ryu and Jill Valentine on your team. And you're like, yeah, I like this. That's... <sighs> that seems to work. Yeah, it's not bad. I really like the idea of, like, trading card games from, like, a licensed, established, like, series. It, it's, like, very... There's nothing really satisfying about, like, having a Pokemon battle or, like, playing, like, Capcom vs. SNK and just, like, 
doing it with these like little cards. It's really fun. I mean, are you into the idea of the Universal Fighting System card game? I do not believe I know what that is. It's... Okay, so it's... Oh, boy. It's a fighting game as a card game, but the idea of it was like, we're just coming up with these rules and they're not really, you know, modeling any specific game. So just like any fighting game we can turn into a deck. So like there's a and like each deck ha it's not like tradable, you only buy decks. But then like each deck has a character associated with it and it's like all right, here's a bunch of samurai showdown characters and here's Terry Bogart and then at some point I think Penny Arcade made a deck for oh, nice. the UFS. That's awesome. It, it's like there's it's, it's got that same thing where it's just like, oh, hey, I know these characters and we're going to play a fighting game. And that's I really like that idea. Like, yeah. I want to be the blue hair guy from Sam show who doesn't. But the game itself is actually kind of whack because it's got this thing about like. In order to play a card, you discard the top card from your deck, because when you reveal it, every card has like a. uh I'm not even sure how to describe it. It has like a, a... In addition to how much it costs to play this card, there is how much this card is able to pay for. So the idea is you say, I want to play this card. It costs two. I really hope that when I flip this card over, it has at least two resource points on it. Because if it doesn't, your combo just ends. Okay. But then like, as long as you keep flipping it and you know keep passing that challenge... You get, um, you can keep comboing and playing more cards that just cost more for each card you play. That's really interesting. It's interesting, but it's just like, hey, I want to do this thing, and it's totally random if I am able to pull it off. So you just, huh. like, it forces you to either keep your combos really low, but that doesn't even guarantee that you're going to be able to do things anyway. And it kind of just makes you mad and makes you feel like you're failing for no reason at all. Because it is, like, literally random. To be fair, that is how I feel when I play a fighting game. <laughs> I mean... So... Yeah. I mean, it's it's been a while since I actually played it. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Like... Like, just when it comes to, like, trading card games, I think Pokemon is still my favorite. Because even if it is sort of broken for competitive play... I... There's something about the scale of it. There's something about the kind of focus, the amount, like limits on the amount of math you have to do. It's it's just more fun. You can play it more easily, more casually. Well, that's 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 one of the things that I like about trading card games in general is that there's enough variety among them that depending on what you enjoy in games in general, you will pretty much find one that you enjoy. Because like I I like I like Pokemon, but I definitely prefer, prefer Magic. But that's not necessarily because I think one's better than the other. Um, that's mm. an entirely different discussion. But uh, just because what I enjoy out of it, I get more from Magic than I do from Pokemon. Sure. Um, what other trading card games are out there? Are you into what is it? You want to play more Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh man. Okay. So here's the thing about Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> uh. I mean, I never really played that as much as I played 
uh, Pokemon, but I still enjoyed the card game. And I have a bunch of the, the games for, like, the Game Boy Advance, and those are really good. Really? Like, I have a lot of fun with those. I don't know. Like, I tried a couple of times to play it, and it just seemed like it was just garbage. Like, it's it's completely, it's it's weird, because, like, when, once you start getting through these, like, there's completely different goals involved with, like, how you're trying to defeat your opponent and stuff. Because, like, Pokemon is very much the one-on-one battle whatever. Uh, Magic is kind of you and your army versus the opponent in your army. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! is, like, I hate you, I'm gonna throw monsters at you, you activated my trap card. Hmm. Hmm. I'll be honest, I've, I've never played Yu-Gi-Oh! I've watched a lot of people play it. Um, I've talked to a lot of people about it. I have no idea what that game is about. I've, I've <laughs> tried so hard to understand it. Um, you have to play your Dark Witch in defensive position. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I play this monster in face down mode. You have to get the special card that lets you discard two other monsters to get one special monster onto the field. I could okay. summon I could summon Exodia. Okay. Uh, uh Yu-Gi-Oh has things in common with Hearthstone in that like you can attack you you specify who you're attacking, what kind of monsters you're attacking. Um though it also has stuff it, it but you can't attack the opponent directly unless you've destroyed all their monsters. But you don't have to attack them directly to do damage to them. Hmm. There's math in that too. Yeah, because isn't it like everybody gets like a thousand health? Uh, eight thousand. But yeah, eight thousand. Okay. I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of like speaking Spanish, where like when <laughs> you explain it, it makes sense. But then like you watch native speakers play it. And they just, like, do everything really fast, and you have no idea what they're saying and or what's going on. It's yeah. kind of like Dota that way. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Did I did I tell you guys my theory about how Dota is actually a deck-building game? No. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, just like, okay, what is... You have a pool of heroes. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, you're playing Puzzle Strike, and what do you get? You pick your character, which gives you three abilities to start with. You also get some money, and then you use that money to buy more abilities from the bank. More, more money. Dota, Dota, you pick a hero who gives you abilities. Then you go out, you farm creeps to get money to then go out to the stores and buy stat and ability upgrades. You want to get a Blink Dagger? You want to get a BKB? You want to get a <laughs> Molinar? <laughs> Molinar. My Olmir? <laughs> Molinirinar? My old near. <laughs> my <Joel near. laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my me near. <laughs> God. <laughs> Hello, my ragtime hammer. Ragtime. Uh, <clears throat> um. But yeah, I I, I am kind of just trying to like dig out of my brain what other games like. TCGs there are. Like, I know there's a card capture trading card game. Is it really? 
Yep, I bought a booster pack of it once because it was up at the front counter next to the register. Huh. I was just like, ah, hey, give me that too. I don't know. I have some Duel Masters cards around here somewhere, but like I've never actually played the game. Duel Masters was not just like a name of a latter season of Yu-Gi-Oh. No, no, that was a completely different show. What about Rave Master? That's a different show. Completely. What about Rave Master? <laughs> what about? Rave Master? <laughs> Actually, um, Duel Masters have this really cool thing where like you would play creatures in your hand as mana. So like, okay. what creatures you would play as mana like? mattered a lot it was really interesting in that respect that sounds cool yeah um but there are like a bunch of like smaller card games legend of the five rings what is that okay so isn't that the like samurai role-playing system back in dungeons and dragons um there was a uh which one was it um it was there was a campaign setting made called Roku God, and I can't remember what version of D and D was originally for. I think it was like third edition, um, and it was it was this kind of this entirely different world, very heavily samurai based or whatever, and there were different clans, um, and they turned it into a collectible card game, which is actually pretty fun. But one of the major things about it is, depending how the major tournaments go, that influences the overall story of, like, what's going on in the world currently. Huh. It's also a really good roleplay, because they, they re-released it as, like, its own roleplaying game. Um, and I really enjoy it. But they they have the, the collectible card game, and, like, the tournaments. It's, like, how they determined who was going to be Emperor in, the like, the canon. That sounds awesome. Yeah, you've told me about the role-playing system before, and it sounds fun. I'd like to try it, but if there's a card game, I'd be into that, too. Yeah, no, uh, I have a friend who's really into the card game. Um, I mean, can we also all kind of sit down and agree that when it comes to card games trying to be fighting games, probably Yomi is about as good as you're going to get? Yeah, it's not a collectible card game. It's not collectible. But it is does a very good... And they just recently released their, their thing on Steam. Which is basically the one they have on their website, but better better implemented. I've been playing that a lot. Uh, those are the major trading card games, I think. And I think that, I mean, Pokemon's great. It's targeted a younger audience, but people like us still enjoy it, I guess. Yeah, it, it's, it's, I mean, maybe that's the thing about it, because it doesn't work well as a highly competitive thing, so. Yeah, and it's very simple to learn. The puzzles that you have to sort of solve each turn to figure out the best move, uh-huh. it just like the pieces that they use, the things that you have to figure out with those, I think I have a better time with. Even though a lot of the times it just comes down to, like, make sure you have a lot of cards in your deck that let you cycle your hand. Yeah. Like, get at least three different kinds, and also, like, two different kinds of just draw card cards, and uh-huh. stick those in your deck along with, like, the four sort of main Pokemon that you want to be able to get on the field. A lot of times that's just it. And normal monsters are good. So I went and I bought some single pick cards and I built yeah. a deck that is basically just here's some Snorlaxes, here's some Buffalons, here's some Luxrays. 
<laughs> come at me. And I don't know. Maybe that take it. I'm sort of interested because I when I looked in the store, they are doing that thing where, like, whoever's winning the, like, Pokemon card game internationals, they're just like, here's the deck that so-and-so used to become the first Canadian champion of the international. So oh, that's, that's cool. neat. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to sort of put the words on this because that's the thing. Most people are going to look at it and go like, "Oh, Pokemon cards. That's like the trading card game for children." But like, there's an argument for why we would want to play it, and because I don't, I like playing it. Yeah. No, it's good. It's fun. It's free. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's free. But no, it's it's because it's that feeling less about you know getting your army on the field and more about like I only have a couple of dudes. How do we best use them to just knock yeah. people over? And, like, a lot of the times, like, unless you have somebody who bought or built a, a super broken one-move win deck, like, a lot of the games I find to be actually pretty balanced and yep. you have a good time. It's just like, hey, I need to make the right choice here or else I might not win. And it feels like you're doing it. It doesn't just feel like you got screwed by the cards or something. Yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's very true. I mean, I... I think some games are StarCraft, and some games are Rock, Paper, Scissors, and a lot of games are in the middle, but, like, you could be on one end of the spectrum or the other end of the spectrum and still be enjoyable for everyone, you know? Like, whether you're 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 trying to, like, macro your APM whatever... Or whether you're trying to have fun with your friends, like, I I think one of those things is, like, considered more, like, quote-unquote, like, for adults and, like, strategic and just, like, everything that goes along with that. And, like, the other, I, I think you just, like, I think it's important to have games that just, like, let you have fun. And I think Pokemon does that very well. Okay, yeah. Pokemon sweet. I don't know. I at at this point I like the card game more than I like the video game of Pokemon. Yeah, the video games are like kinda tedious, but I haven't played uh any of the new ones. It's okay, half the new ones are the old ones again. I have been playing ROM hacks, fan made stuff, which has been very good. Okay, so that's Pokemon <laughs> Online, the card game. It's free. This game is free to download, just like everything we talk about here on No Credit Continue. We will put a link to the game's homepage where it is available in our show notes. Our show notes are available at alikustudios.net slash podcast slash ncc. Uh, and while you're at Aliku Studios, you can check out our other shows like Orbiting the Ghost Planet and Late Night Gaiden. If you want to leave us feedback, you can send us an email at podcast at olikustudios.net, or you could visit us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash oliku. There you can let us know anything you want to tell us. You can tell us about anything that you think we should know about, anything you would like to hear about on the show, or just, you know, say something about uh, what you liked or didn't like about this show. While we're talking about feedback, uh, the show is available in iTunes. If you subscribe through iTunes, we ask that you leave a review and a rating because that really helps us uh, get out there. It, it does a lot to help people get to know about us and for us to show up in people's feeds. I hope so. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, so uh, thank you, YouTube, for joining me to talk about this. Always a pleasure. And until we talk to you next time, we're reminding you to give credit where credit is 25 cents per play.